Hey, and welcome to Eliza Starting at 16. I'm Eliza Rubin, a 17-year-old girl living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I'm here to do my very best to explain the big, wide world of teenagers these days. So, first of all, happy 2017. This is a big year for so many, so many reasons, one of the giant ones being America's presidential turnover, which I'm sure I will have a lot to say about in the coming weeks as we get closer and closer to his inauguration. Um, But one of the things that's happening this year for me is that I'm graduating from high school, which got me thinking about a tradition we have at my school, um, which is that seniors, whatever class you are, you incorporate the year that you graduate into like a kind of a slogan um, for your grade. I don't know if I've mentioned this before because I've talked about high school traditions before. Um, It was super interesting to hear about everybody's high school traditions. If you have one you want to tell me about or just a school tradition in general, please email me at elizastarting at gmail.com. But at my school, yes, and maybe this is worldwide and everybody does it, and I just think that my school's doing something unique, but really it's just a common thing and I just didn't know. But, like, for example, class of 2015 did This Is It with an IS replaced with a 1-5. 2016 did were kind of a big deal and replaced the IG with a 1-6. And my class is We Made It, which... The 1 and a 7 sort of look like an I and a T, I guess. We're trying our hardest. It's going to get really hard for grades like my sister's grade class of 2023 when they have to incorporate that into a word. But maybe the tradition will have died then because people will have given up. I hope not. If we can all just sit down and come up with some great plans for them, I'm sure we can figure something out for them when they're seniors. So on another note, I got a question that was, what are my thoughts on emojis? And that's a really good question, actually, because they're something that are really, really normal now. Everybody uses them, like moms and dads and grandmas and little kids, like 11-year-olds like my sister. Everybody uses them. And it's kind of up to you and your demographic how you interpret them. Because when I was about, like, 14 and they were starting to come in or, you know, like, emoticons were constantly used, it was totally sincere. Like, I very sincerely would use One, when I was talking to a friend or if I was like, I don't know, trying to flirt with somebody in my way, I would definitely be using them. Or if a conversation got awkward, we would just send a ton of them back and forth and back and forth. And like that was perfectly accepted. And now I would say I definitely use them more, not on the ironic side, like I'm not trying to be like an ironic hipster, but they're definitely, they're not 100% sincere. The hearts, I definitely mean the sincere hearts I mean the like smiley faces but the one I use most of all is the one of the guy with the cool face on and that's rarely sincere you know the sunglasses guy I use the upside down smiley face which is basically like are you freaking kidding me face and so I really don't think that they're being used sincerely at least by my kind of demographic and it's interesting that they keep expanding emojis and make them more and more detailed because like who really is using the canoe girl emoji you know like how many people use the hospital emoji on a daily basis and yet they keep making it bigger and bigger when I think the ones that are most utilized I would say are the very specific like emotion ones or the super general emotion ones that you can use for anything I would say though they do get really annoying like when you're doing what I do like scrolling through Instagram 
and you're looking at, I don't know, memes or something interesting, whatever it is, and you see like that crying face, like the laughing crying face, it can really ruin something for you. Like if something's written comedically, like it's a funny text, post or tweet or something, and then there's like a little laughing face, it really can just bring down the whole entire thing because it's just this level of like, it's as if someone's poking you being like, isn't this hilarious? when they're telling you a joke it, it just ruins it in a way um that I think more and more people are being like okay can we you know we can cool it with that um and in fact not to like totally be break the fourth wall I don't not break the fourth wall but kind of pull what I was just talking about which is mention something funny which may inherently kind of ruin it being funny but I'll do it anyway there used to be these chain posts or chain texts that would go around that were like, you know, Merry Christmas, like, do this this year. They're super inappropriate, but you can find them. They're basically just chain texts that go around. It's like, send this to 20 of your best friends, and it's full of emojis and super inappropriate. And they're, like, kind of ironic. They used to be serious, I guess. They're kind of chain texty, and it's totally funny and just a fun thing. And memes now will be like, yes, that's that good thing, and their emojis, and all of this, it's so hard to explain, really hard to explain verbally, but my basic point is that now they're being used ironically because people have totally overused them to over-explain things that were perfectly fine in words. Though, don't get me wrong, I still see, like, on my little sister's phone, all of her friends have emojis next to their names. I've definitely done that before. And sometimes they'll just draw little pictures with emojis or just send them back and forth and back and forth. So they're definitely fun to certain people, maybe just not the people that I'm necessarily hanging out with all the time. So, And now something I'm done with, which is kind of hard for me to talk about, not because it's like so personal and deep, but actually because it makes me seem kind of wishy-washy. Because as we all know, I really love makeup. I am a total consumer. I'm a sucker for anything shiny or packaged nicely or called something cute, basically. I love watching videos and just like looking through my shiny lip glosses. Like I pulled like seven out of my bag, no joke today. And I was like, wow, this is really not normal. But as someone who loves that stuff, it's really been bothering me lately how much we talk about makeup as empowering specifically lately as these videos seem to be proliferating all over the internet all over instagram and facebook of women getting really hardcore makeup done on their faces like full-on glamour probably cost a ton of money and take a lot of time makeup everywhere and i again i'm saying that as someone who loves watching these videos and sits and listens to a podcast and watch them watches them uh, i think that's really dangerous when we start talking about it as like empowering i'm totally all for doing whatever you want whatever makes you feel good about yourself or makes you feel like it's an art something that you love doing like yes please do it but i think that calling something that women have been like socialized to do to feel obligated to do for a really long time now to call that empowering is dangerous because like really that's playing into something that you're basically required to do like, just doing something that you feel like you'll be penalized for not doing and then deciding you like it isn't the same as being empowered, um, if that makes sense. Like, if someone feels like going into a job interview, they should really wear makeup or they might be judged as, like, sloppy or not trustworthy or not confident or not attractive and that's going to affect whether they get the job or not, 
then is it really empowering if you do do that? And I just think there's a difference between doing something that makes you feel confident versus feeling empowered. Like, do lots of men feel like, are they clamoring to do this because it's empowering? And I'm totally for men wearing makeup. That's not at all my point. My point is just like women's relation to men societally is often that we're trying to do things that they've been doing for a really long time, right? We're trying to maybe stop paying tons of money and feeling insecure and having the beauty industry make billions off of our insecurities every year, which is a luxury that men have often had. In fact, like basically always had. And so the goal is that everyone would be able to wear makeup, like screw gender rules, gender's a construct, the idea would be that we would all do it because we want to do it because it makes us feel good and because we think it's fun. But when you're playing into something that's already something that's required of you or feels like a requirement, that's when it becomes an issue. The same of like, oh, I'm going to wear high heels because that empowers me. Like maybe it makes you feel confident, but does it empower you if that's something that you've been kind of socialized to do that realistically, like, do you really want to do that or are you just doing it because that's what you're expected to do? Sometimes I don't really know. Um, which is kind of how I felt about Halloween costumes. I remember I was like, well, do I want to wear this like sexy Halloween costume or do I just think I want to because that's what I'm used to? And it is interesting when you think about makeup, like growing up, I never thought, oh, and maybe one day I'll wear makeup. It was just kind of, I will, because that's something adult, like girls and women do. That's what you do. And I think that's an issue that it's a part of life that women often feel like, well, whatever, like I need to spend, you know, $40 on an eyeshadow or $70 on some kind of foundation. And obviously no one's making you spend like tons of money on it, but there is a level where you do feel like you kind of have to wear something or you'll be judged harshly for it. Whether it's in a professional situation or a social situation, there are those expectations and I just wish it were a want as opposed to an obligation. So until we get to a point where you know, women can be on TV and go to meetings and have job interviews and everything without wearing makeup and without being judged for it. And they can make giant speeches and not have one of the things that's brought up afterward be why they were barefaced. I'm not going to really claim that it's empowering. It can make you feel confident, but I don't think it's necessarily empowering. And I don't think it's necessarily helpful or healthy to say that when really we're just playing into the hands of a society that has really for a long time tried to make us feel bad about how we look just the way we are. So on that fun note, thank you so much for listening. Please email me at elizastarting at gmail.com and you can follow me on Instagram and see my face and also my buckets of makeup at elizastarting. So thank you so much for listening and come back in a week because who knows what we'll be into by then.